Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. Okay, everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where, for people listening, this will probably be about a week apart. For us, this is like two months, <laughs> almost. Um, we've all had Christmas, we've all caught up with children and, and family and all those wonderful things. Um... Have we all been? Yeah, good, thanks. Not bad. Good, good, good. Holidays. My government's been shut down for a minute, you know. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, my uh, my entire country is still hurtling towards the edge of a cliff um, with everybody screaming at each other, with half the country saying, turn around, this is stupid, and the other half of the country saying, "Wee!" <clears throat> so, and my yeah, country is Australia. Invested so. interest saying... Well, of course, this has to happen. We're moving our corporate head of headquarters overseas the second the ink is dry. Bye. You, you, you I was going to say, Dyson. yes. <laughs> Brexit's yeah. a fantastic idea, says Mr. Dyson, but not until we've... <laughs> but um, but now that we've had this idea, I'm out of here. Yeah, what a charming man. Um, but to kind of give everyone listening a recap, our wonderful heroes had been engaged at the... Oh, sorry, they, they'd almost gained entrance to the Gardan... Ramsire uh, Cooking Academy, but in order to cement their place in the class, they have to acquire some dire bull steaks. Uh, as one of you guys said last time, them steaks are high. Um, <laughs> during this time, they met up with. Get it, get it out, guys. It's it's not getting any better. Nope. No. Um, no. They met with both. A halfling crime lord known as the Don, and a member of the minor nobility, Sir Bill Loin, and both, and both, uh, well, they, we essentially split the party, and both pairs of the party were given, a, essentially given a job, saying, "Break into the warehouse of the other one, and find me the goods, the the stuff I need to to put them out of business." Um, I'm going to make the executive decision of saying you guys have come back together. <coughs> yep. um, you've met up in a, uh, like, what, what I'm going to call neutral territory. It is a, um, it's, it's another bar or tavern called Hellas Kitchen. <laughs> See, one of the benefits of have not having webcams on is that you can't say everybody facepalm at the same time. <laughs> that is one of the benefits. <laughs> The benefit for me having mine on, though, is you guys can see me pull the finger pistols. Um, look at this. <laughs> it is a wonderful little place. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful little place. Um, the, the smells of exotic meats and, and delicious frying fat being cooked and then shaved into smaller pieces of meat, wrapped in bread with fried potatoes, slivers, and then all put together is absolutely intoxicating for everyone except maybe Safa, who I assume is vegetarian or piscatine. Um, there are a couple of problems though with this place, um, Hellas Kitchen. Um, they've written the menu on the, on, on the, uh, walls, but unfortunately it's in a dialect that none of you can understand. I mean, it's all Greek to you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I've worked on that one for two months, guys. Two months I had that one ready to go. I feel like we should get a laugh track for you, no, <laughs> right? So that when we like, when we do our oh, add it in post. Yeah, add it in post. Yeah, 
Actually, um, I love the jokes though. I, I'm not adding anything in post like that. I, I have a life. Um, actually, can each of you give me a perception roll? Or who's got a really good passive perception? Um, I've got a cash. has got a five. So so he's, uh, what's that, a 15 my, passive? 15. 15. Okay. Yeah, my my passive perception is 10. 13. <laughs> Mine's 12. Very nice. Safa, <laughs> you can tell that um, they're certainly using like a more aged olive oil in this place. And you gather that they must really love ancient Greece. <laughs> oh, <laughs> physical pain. Again, been waiting on that one for two months, guys. I hope you wait, wait. really did not enjoy it. We're we're podcasting this, yeah. Yeah. We want an audience, yeah. <laughs> Oh. They've switched off. Every single person listening has gone nope and turned off the podcast. Yeah, I just took two D four psychic damage. That hurt. Um, so guys, I will leave this to you. I assume you're all sitting around like having, you know, like a, a kebab or a gyros. Um, I, see, I, could made, I could have made a joke there and I didn't. Um, except I assume Saf is probably having like a falafel roll or something. Is Safa vegetarian or pescatarian or pescatarian or I don't know? Yeah, he eats he eats sushi, so I imagine he's he's all sorts of fish and lobster yeah. and, and sea creatures, but I doubt if he eats uh eats beef. Chicken. Um, yes, uh Bork, Bork does not eat the chiki. Because the chiki is sacred. <laughs> No, the chicken is sacred. So, guys, um, that how is are fair. you going to decide which job that you do? Because um, the other thing I'm going to say is you haven't told each other what the other party wants at this time. Okay. Oh, we haven't so had we, that conversation. No, okay. No, we'll have, you know, we'll, we'll we'll have the conversation in which you know we sort of like explain. Who did we go? Who did um? Who did who did we go and chat okay. with? I can't remember which one we spoke um, with. Bork and I Clue. can't believe you've already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Bork's voice changed. It was completely comprehensible. It was amazing. Um, Bork and Plib, you saw the Don. Safa and Madame, whose name I have no chance of pronouncing, um, you went and saw Sir Loin. Madame Malin, the chef de forfait. Thank you. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, um, sorry, just a very quick reminder. So, we, uh, Safa's a monk, Plib's a rogue, I'm okay. a barbarian, and Safa, you're a cleric, yes? No, not Safa, Madame, you're a cleric, yeah? Yeah, light cleric. Yeah, cool. Or just, I will be when I get to pick a thing. Yeah, just <laughs> reminding myself. Um, oh, so the, uh, the Don, uh, he does not uh, like a dessert alone, and he wants us to uh, break into the house and uh, do the pork, 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 and uh, grab the food. Whoa, deja vu. It's like, it's like Sir Bill also wants to do that. Who, who to Dave? Who Dave and why he savu? Dave? Don't worry about it. Dave, Dave Javu? Who Dave? <laughs> Dave is nobody. <laughs> We're worried about the dog. Mm. I'm not sure character. if you guys recall, but he was 
for, for someone who's like, you know, three feet tall, he did his absolute level best to be, you know, somewhat terrifying. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not one for wanting to get involved with criminals, so I'm more likely to want to side with Sir Loin in all of this. Sir Loin's are... fairly legitimate, sorry, sorry, Sir Loin's fairly legitimate, isn't he? Yeah, he's a real knight. And as, as <clears throat> actually, tell you what, um, what would you roll to see if you know someone's like member of like organized crime or maybe a bit dodgy? What would you roll there? Uh, history, I'm guessing, if it's like just pure knowledge. Yeah, uh, each of you give me a history roll then. Common knowledge. <laughs> Ooh, no, J- just a history will do. Okay, someone gave you a two, <laughs> so you do not know. Okay, so that was. I got natural 20, plus right. one, 21. That's very, very good. Okay. Um, Clip, I would say you are very, very well aware of his reputation, which is, much like Silver, completely sterling. Uh, yeah. Mm. So, um, if, if he sa- he is known that if he says a thing, that is exactly what he means, that is exactly how it is, they, yeah. he is he's on the up and up. That's our sirloin, yeah? That is sirloin, yes. Yeah. He's a cut above the best. Um, yes, sirloin is definitely the one we wish to side with. He has uh, an outstanding reputation in this town and beyond. Yes, I quite liked him. Whoop-de-dick. Smell about him. Seemed kind of stuffy to me, dudes. So, what you thought Sir Lloyd was stuffy? <laughs> it's kind of kind of boring. Yeah, seemed like he uh, seemed like he didn't really like me. Um, I I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> that could be because you are a little filthy. No, I don't think you like turtles. Ah, uh, yes. For, uh, next, next in question, um, who do you want to piss off less? Give me, each of you give me another Whoa. history roll. And we may have done this last time, but I've totally forgotten. Okay, right. Um, oh, you know, 20. Oh, Ooh. God. Two of you guys got natural 20s. <laughs> guys, way to burn them. Um, <laughs> Saffa and Bork, <laughs> I despite got a you not being in this town particularly long, you guys have heard of the Don. There, I mean, look, you wouldn't say that people go missing. Like, he's not that level of, he's not at that level of gangster just yet. But beaten up, harassed, not having a good time would generally describe what happens to people that annoy him or get on the wrong side of his business concerns. So you're you're aware that he is... You'd go with Shady. Okay. As, As a goblin looking to make a name for myself in the culinary world... I need to be on the up and up. 
that's understandable. I had the same issues as a tailed folk myself. <laughs> Bork turns around to check out whether he has a tail or not. Ooh, <laughs> we'll check it out. <laughs> this Ramsey dude said not to like disgrace the, the school, so might not want to do anything uh, illegal. Okie dokie, pissing off the don. I'd say Ram Sire, but yes. Yeah, right. Okay, very good. So, um, Madame, you may or may not recall the don, uh, sorry, not the don, um, Sir Loin gave you a card. Um, essentially, it was, he, he gave you a card in the instructions, if you take on this job, bring this card back to this cafe and just nod and hand it to the Mater D. He will handle the rest. Yeah, I have that for sure. Uh, yep. Wonderful. Um, you guys settle up your bill before you go. It's only a couple of copper pieces, so don't feel you need to right. get too crazy with your character sheets. Um, and you guys are able to get to the cafe. Madame walks in with her posture and her entire being coming out. There, there is, of course, a snooty man. Uh, you, you've seen this snooty man uh, previously on your last trip to, to this cafe, and he has not seen many tieflings, so you definitely stand out in his memory. He gives you a look, yes. <laughs> and also, Josh can't I'm remember here. if I gave him a voice, so we don't have this <laughs> That's good. I'm here representing my group, as you can see behind me. I we have a job. Yes. Yes. We were given a job by Sir Loin and a mm. present card. Very good. He he takes the card and with this kind of just unexpected deafness, it disappears up his sleeve. Or just it just vanishes from his hand, and you assume it goes up his sleeve. He reaches, like, into the little, like, you know, I don't know if it's called a lectern that the Mater D stands behind in, like, fancy. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that sounds um, right. Yeah, and he just pulls out a small envelope, hands it over. Now, this envelope, it doesn't have Sir Loin's name or crest on it. It is as blank an envelope as you could possibly imagine. He hands it over, and you get a nod. I nod back. Same. It's to you as well. I nod back. <laughs> <laughs> he realizes this could get extremely dull for people to listen to. <laughs> Bork sounds there waiting to be nodded back to and gets a little bit upset when it doesn't happen. He balks the fourth wall. Um... I, at that point, just turn on my heel and walk out, Pat Bork on the chest as I walk by. Come along. Come along. Business here is done. Very good. Um, within this envelope, when you open it, you find a small piece of paper that has an address. And you recognize this address as being essentially in the warehouse and the Teamster district where they essentially keep things like slaughterhouses and wagoneers and all that kind of wonderful thing. Um, as well as a letter saying, upon presentation, 
you know, th this is this is proof that upon presentation of the goods required, this person shall receive the agreed on price. And it simply has written underneath one hundred pounds diable stake. <coughs> nice. So where would you guys like to go from here? What what time of day is it? It's I'd say it's kind of late afternoon. I mean you guys did have lunch. Um, so you, you've got, I mean, to get to the warehouse area where this is, wouldn't take a particularly long amount of time, like maybe an hour's walk, depending on how fast you guys walk. I imagine Clib just hops up onto Bork's shoulders. Clib does not ride on Bork's shoulders. Oh. Clib walks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just assume because um, little legs. Bork's probably not. He can hold his own. Clib <laughs> is Bork's... very proud. <laughs> yep. Bork's not the most sanitary person. That is also true. <laughs> See, um... you guys going to make a Thunderdome joke, but y'all ruined it. <laughs> um, I Should we wait for the cover of night to be breaking and entering? Or are we just going to go and knock on the door? Well, I propose that maybe we, how do the commoners say, case the joint while the sun is up and we can see. So it would be a stakeout? Ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yes. How many steak related buns are there? You don't want to know. <laughs> um... <laughs> he's compiled a list of he's got them. a book. He's got them. I've had two months. He's already sent it off. He sent it off to be published. His first ever book. I, I am not as good as that pun bard guy on Twitter. That guy's amazing. Yeah, judging by his level of puns, he's probably got 30 kids, right? That's how it works. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, just, I think it just means how good of a dad you are. Yeah, dad jokes is all, uh, all based on uh, your humor when you're tired. So it's all ah. sleep deprivation humor. So it's scientifically proven that dad jokes are a real thing, and it's not quite as good as gallows humor, but you know it's it's pretty good. It's worth hanging out right. for. Uh... Oh, for crying out loud! Sorry, I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. Gallows humor always <laughs> kills me. So you get to the warehouse, and I mean, you can see outside. From what you can see, it looks pretty well like an ordinary warehouse. Um, you know, you can see the hustle and bustle of wagons being brought in, unloaded, reloaded, wheeling themselves out. There's a small shed um, just south of it, which looks like where they keep the horses. Like you can see, you know, there's, there's animals being brought in, brought out, you know, where they're swapping out teams and whatnot. And there is indeed even a small tavern. Ball case to the tavern. <laughs> Good man. And we're none of us surprised. <laughs> and I wait to see um, what the other bunch of you guys do now. Flip. Just as as we're walking, as we're walking over, I turn to uh, Madame and I say, um, the, "What what exactly was it that uh, Sir wanted? Any incriminating evidence?" 
And since you have somewhat of a rapport with the Don, as it were, I thought perhaps you could get us into the warehouse so we could look around a little bit to make our job a lot easier. Um, I can certainly try. People don't tend to take to me that well, but um, I, I can try, I suppose. Well, what happened to Bork? He's an intimidating fellow, if not a little smelly. Plib looks around and spots the tavern and just, uh, I think he probably went that way. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, do you think we'd be able to get in for perhaps a tour? What was it that the Don needed of you? Um, he wanted me to, I think, get some ledgers, DM, right? Some books. That is correct. He he said um, if you wanted to take the jog, uh, essentially to meet him at the tavern where you guys first met him, mm-hmm. and he would he would essentially have it. He would talk to you there. He would not discuss business at his place of business, so to speak. Hmm. Um, he, uh, yeah, to, he, to he, kind he of get a bit vernacular that he does not poo where he eats. Yeah. Um, he didn't, uh, elaborate much, but it seemed that he wanted something similar. Um, but more, um, uh, more along the lines of how he can gain power, um, over Sir Lloyd. Well, um, but we can try, I suppose. I'm wondering, would it be beneficial to, air quotes, accept his offer in order to gain his trust? That way we could make it into his warehouse without needing to break in? Um... I don't just particularly like that for myself. I feel like I could be putting my head on um, a cutting board, for want of another word. That's the perfect word. <laughs> I just, I agree with you in not wanting to bring any shame to the Ramsey Institute. So if we can do this without committing actual crimes, it would be easiest. But breaking and entering is not something that I'm wholly opposed to. It's um, certainly easier for me. Crack a winker look. But um, what's... You... Perhaps distract someone at the door. I'll see if I can get in maybe unlatch a window for an easy, clean entry um, for tonight, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. Um, so one thing I did forget to mention, um, there are a couple of beggars around the place as well. Um, I mean, this place is teeming with work people, carts, and the occasional homeless person. Hmm. 
<clears throat> what do you I think? mean, so obviously out of character because Borg's not the smartest. Uh, so the plan O action is to um, for, for for the rogue to sneak in, um, open a window, and let the rest of us in. Or have I missed something? After uh, after hours, so the rogue would sneak in, open a window, duck out, and then um, we'd go back later. Is my thinking at this point. Okay. Um, Bork's talents probably lie more towards the distraction um, than breaking <laughs> and entering. You don't say. Um, um, so, I mean... Does anyone... We really just need Plib to get in I mean, as the sneaky rogue. There's no reason for all of us to go inside and take what's required, is there? Um, there might be, there might not be. Well, if Plib knows what to look for, we which I'm assuming know. Plib does. <laughs> I mean, there's no point, um, any, especially anybody wearing, you know, I, I don't know what um, armour Madame is wearing, but I'm guessing it's metallic. Yes. Um, um, but uh, we don't know what we're going to find um, and Plib doesn't exactly know what incriminating evidence we're looking for um, are, are we looking for papers or like he hasn't really been informed about that um, but that's something we can discuss but it, to, to be honest um, as well if I recall correctly um, the Sirloin himself wasn't amazingly clear on what might count as um, as incriminating as either because again, like he's in a position whereby he is, as you very well know, Plib, he is like the straightest arrow in the quiver. He doesn't know what to like, So when he says, like. find me something that proves this man does illegal things, he doesn't know what that would look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we accepted the job and he gave us some piece of something that suggested that uh, we needed to complete a job for him? Would that not be incriminating evidence enough? So, effectively, double cross him. Effectively, it could be very bad for us, <laughs> but perhaps better than breaking and entering, which would perhaps bring Ramsire into disrepute. I'm sure the local authorities would love any excuse to eliminate a gangster in their town. I did wonder how long it was going to take to, for you guys to go straight to violence. Good to know. <laughs> 28 minutes. There we go. Okay. Bork well, the Barbarian. Seriously, dude? <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, look, I, I'm not arguing that he would. I'm saying it, it just did. I'm, yeah, like, Um, uh, Safa will go up to one of these beggars that seems like he's uh, dug in and, and found himself a good permanent home to 
panhandler do what he does uh, near the uh, warehouse. Not the most charismatic one, but I'm sure neither is the homeless person. So, um, no, you wouldn't necessarily describe him as charismatic, dirty, decrepit. You know, down on his luck in a lot of ways. Um, but he does look up at Saffa with a, a kind of gleam of hope, if not kind of outright amazed at seeing an anthropomorphic turtle. <laughs> yeah, Saffa will go down on uh, kind of one knee. And uh, he'll give the uh, he'll give the man a silver piece. Say, bro, hope for better days, man. Hey, check it out. Uh, that warehouse well, over you. there. Have Have yeah. you seen uh, Have you seen anything uh, illegal going on? You know what I'm saying, bro. Like, you know what goes down over there. Give me a um. What would I say that this would be? Persuasion, maybe? Yeah, I'd, I'd say persuasion. There we go. Not bad. 16. 16, that's pretty good. Um, he says, oh, I wouldn't necessarily say illegal, but not on the right side of legal, if you get what I mean, Gov. Well, yeah, sort of, no. What? He, he's a cockney all of a sudden. We we're trying to say that. Yeah, we're sorry. I dropped I, I, I panicked. <laughs> fine, fine. Understood. I, I went for the, you know let, let's see. Who is um Nope, nope, fine. We fine. No, it's okay. The warehouse district is in East London. We're good. Carrying on. <laughs> Default voice for Actually, I'll, I'll put you guys here now. Oh. Uh so what exactly did you see? Well, you know, kind of everyone like knows the Don, mate. You know, he's uh, he's the guy. Oh, right. He's the guy that's in charge of a lot of things, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I totally know. I don't know what you mean. Oh, all right. Got to explain a bit. Well, let me put it like this, Gov. You need a man disappeared. He's not a bad man to go talk to, you know what I mean? Oh, like he's a magician, like a stageman. He can make people disappear. Not quite. What I mean is he has people killed. Oh. <laughs> he's now really like reevaluating the giver really of the silver piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't come back. <laughs> Dude, I totally don't want to see one of these guys' shows, but I kind of no, need really to. No, it's not good, actually. I... He's, he's re- he got reviewed quite poorly. And while the critics are somewhat elite with their characterization of modern day entertainment, I felt it was maybe a little bit unfair. Bork is just standing there with his, you know, his his normally furrowed eyebrows even more furrowed. So he's trying to work out what the hell is happening. I bet he is. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pat the guy on the shoulder and uh, head back to the team. Better days, bro. Better days. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, the one thing I can tell you, if you're wanting to know about this here warehouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the guards, you see, they change. Um, you know, well, the, the, the actually a couple of things. They they change shift. You know, roughly about like say ten of the clock or so. Now I'm usually asleep, but they do wake me up around that time. 
I can also tell you that uh, that stable door, uh, it doesn't completely latch, if you know what I mean. So on a cold oh. night, I, uh, I snuggle up in the hay. I, uh, I give the man uh, the other silver piece, pat him on the shoulder again. I thank you very much, Gov. And I understand that his accent went all over the place, and I really apologize for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Not my best performance. What a shoot. What you a fix it up in post. No chance. <laughs> no chance, dude. Not a chance. I like the happening. little bit of sleep uh, I already Plib had. was kind of just looking. Uh, Plib was looking around um, for windows and whatnot just to see the okay. best entrance and exits. There are essentially no windows on the ground floor. On the top floor, you can see there are a couple of windows. I imagine... Well, actually, give me a perception check. That is... Ooh... Hey, that's really good. 19 plus two. That's okay. Cool. You can see a large rocks. window on the essentially like the southwest corner. And looking at the state of this window, like the cleanliness of it, and kind of looking in, you can tell that is definitely an office, probably the main office. Mm -hmm. There are two windows on the eastern, I'm sorry, on the south side, in the on the eastern end of the south side of the warehouse. I realize that made very little sense. Um, these are smaller windows, and while you can tell these would be the kind of thing you could break in and out of, it would be not the easiest thing. It would take a bit of doing. Um, you also notice there is a small window on the northern side, um, on the northern face, sorry, of the warehouse, also on the eastern end. Mm -hmm. So if you were counting it up, you'd say there are essentially four offices on the... Um, on the second floor, mm -hmm. and they all have windows. As this building certainly pertains to the building codes of this city, which mean that essentially if you want to call something an office, it has to have natural light in the window. <laughs> which Plib does not for, know. <laughs> look, say what you like for this criminal class. They they follow the law when it doesn't, you know, get in the way of them breaking it. Actually, that doesn't make sense, Josh. Well done. Idiot. Um, is there any um, platforms or anything up outside those offices, or are they all just just windows? They are just windows. They're, none of them are balconies. Uh, you can tell that, like the larger one, probably wouldn't open particularly easily because it's a fairly big window. But the yep. smaller ones, you can tell like they would just have a simple latch on the inside. Like, look, you got a twenty-one for perception, so you you can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even from here. Cool, cool, cool. So the the southwest corner, I'm probably that's where I want to end up, but uh, probably wouldn't be the easiest way to get in, is what Plib's thinking. All right. So I've lost my voice. What are we doing? <laughs> Safa will report back to the team. Look, that stable door doesn't latch, and uh, the guards change shift at ten o'clock. So, uh, the fighting the guard at 10 o'clock means more guys to fight and gotcha! <laughs> no, Bork. It means less guys to fight in. Hmm. Did you say good thing? Oh, so yes. The, the other thing you told him is they also change just after, so just like around sunrise each day as well. 
And he knows that because that's when he has to get out of the stable. Because that's when they change guard and that's when all the guys start working. Um, is the stable attached to the warehouse? No. Um, I'm sure that I moved all you guys to the new map. Uh, I've got a uh, white like, screen. Oh yeah, I'm on a, I'm on the, I'm on the new map. Okay. Um, you should be here. I can see you. I can. Uh, all I see is all I've got is a white background. Same. Okay. Do you want to have a look? Yeah, please. If you can have a look, that'd be good. Stand by. Um, stand okay. By. The the stable is just a. It's a small shed that is. It's not attached to the warehouse. Okay. Um. It is essentially like it's, you'd say it's about 15 feet from the warehouse. Mm -hmm. So yeah, not, not attached, but not difficult to get into. Um, it only has the one entrance slash exit, the poorly latched door. So, all right. So, uh, I've lost Plimps voice. I'm sorry. It'll come back to me later. Um, are we just going to... Uh, chill out in there or are we are we just waiting for guard change do you think what uh does the stable roof is it adjacent to any of the windows in the warehouse at all uh kind of is um the the stable is essentially give me a second can you guys see the map yet no, I nope. can see it. Can anybody see the map oh, or not? No. I see it. Okay, cool. I think this is um, Glib's voice. Glib's <laughs> voice is whatever you need it to be, dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> the warehouse is close to one of the windows that is in the, um, the, the eastern side of the southern face of the warehouse. Um, but that being said, I mean, it would be more than somewhat tricky to climb up onto the roof of the stables, leap onto the wall, because you'd have to be able to leap 15 feet, which is quite a pretty big jump. Oh, Bork can manage it, but... People have gear. Yeah, Bork could. That's about it. Um, sorry, very quickly, Pleb, you should be able to... There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to see the map now. I mean, can you see me pinging on the map? I can see, I can see the map. I'll, maybe I'll just hit refresh and see what happens. Okay. Try scrolling up. Maybe it's, maybe it's just out of your view if you scroll. Well, so if, when no, I, when I, I, got the, I got the tokens. Yeah, I, what I had was white background and tokens. I'm guessing that's what Michael's also seeing. I just logged out and back yeah, that's, in. Yeah, that's got right. It. Okay, so Michael maybe. Just jump in and out. Yeah, I've hit, I've hit refresh. And <coughs> there it is. Got it. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Face. No worries. I'm back as a player now, so I can't say. So, um, I mean, I, I, in all honesty, whilst I was a GM, I did see all the dragons you had hidden inside the stable, but I'm going to ignore that, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, shouldn't have said that loud. Sorry, my bad. Not dragons. I meant cows. Yep, they are totally cows. Because I didn't oh, they find a horse dire. token. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have a horse token, so I went with what I had, which are cows. Well, if they're dire, we can just steal one of those. <laughs> they are horses. Those are Maybe ugly horses. Maybe you guys take psychic damage. 
Maybe those <laughs> cows are stolen. That, that, that hammering sound you're about to hear is the DM's head hitting the table. They are horses. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> well done, you. Yep. All right. Um, so, so will we will we wait for nightfall then, or the change of the guard? Well, there was that tavern. Did there was. Bork go on in? Yeah, Bork went in there. It was fantastic. Very nice. Um, I mean, in in that tavern, you can see there's a couple of guys that. Well, what's actually? Sorry, give me a perception roll. Oh, jeez. I got uh, that that twenty one before. I'm still got. <laughs> it doesn't count. You can't have that. No, I, I want Borg to roll. Plus zero. Here we go. Here we go. That is going to be a nine. Um, you see people sitting around having a drink, having a meal. Looks uh, alright. It's a twenty. Okay, so Plib, you went with him. Yeah, I guess if we, I'm not just standing in the street the whole time. Okay, <laughs> if you are, my God, you're good. Um, you notice that several of these guys all have a like the same kind of rough uniform as the guys you can see strolling around the warehouse who are providing like some level of uh, like we would say security, but I mean in this case it's security that would you know break your arm, break your arms and legs. Do they look scary? Uh, to someone three feet tall, I would say yes. Excellent. You, you can notice there's, I mean, there's essentially just, there's, there's a couple of them there. Um, Plib um, walks up. Are they at the bar? They are sitting at their own little table. And like, they're, they're just, I mean, it's, it's essentially like, you know, five guys sitting around having a drink and something to eat. Uh, Plib walks over. And looks at what they're eating. Um, what, they are sandwiches. What? Uh, Ooh, they're sandwiches. Bok, enough. Um, are the sandwiches good? Sorry to interrupt. I'm I'm trying to decide what to eat, and I was hoping you might be able to give me some feedback on the food. Uh, yeah, it's a sandwich. There's bread, meat, pickle, cheese, some sun-dried tomatoes. Little bit of aioli on the bottom, just as I like. Served rather delicately alongside a Russian coleslaw. You seem to know a lot about food. What is it you do? Um, he looks at his mates. We uh, we provide a level of um physical security consultancy. Um, <laughs> a third party who at this time would most likely prefer to be nameless, if you don't mind my saying so, sir. Very well. I can, um... Oh, I've, got, I've got an idea about who you work for. Um, well, he, if that's the case, my friend, I would probably recommend you keep an idea to yourself. Because, uh, you know, he's not a man to uh, be trifled with. Of course, of course. Um... And have you just finished work? Are you off to work soon? What are, you, what are you all doing here at this time of day? Give me a persuasion. Uh, that is plus, plus nothing, so a 13. Okay. He gives you a look. There's like, 
you're asking Ryan a lot of questions there for someone who's not quite looking above the table. Is there a reason Sorry. you're uh, asking these questions? I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a curious person. Uh, a goblin, hmm. as you might say. I might um, uh, suggest perhaps that you remember what happened to the cat when it got maybe a bit too curious. Oh, the cat? What the cat? Kitty, 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 kitty. He, Bork. he looks at Bork like, is this yours? Um, <laughs> no, you know what they say about the cat walk got a little too curious. It ended with a, uh, a somewhat terminal case of death. Ooh, death sounds bad. Are you threatening me for asking some questions? I'm I'm merely a No, I'm not threatening you. I'm um, merely making you aware of the uh, quite likely circumstance of impending physical violence to your person should you pursue this line of questioning. I'm sorry, I'm not in, in, I'm not I can't think of the word. I'm I'm simply <laughs> trying to understand human culture. I'm I am a ghost. Oh, this human's culture generally doesn't appreciate when little goblins come in, interrupt his dinner, and ask him questions that he's trying to say he'd rather not answer. Sorry, I didn't I, I didn't. And I mean really to hope offend. that the tavern map has loaded for you guys. Yes. Um, it has. Okay, did everyone go into the tavern? At this point I'll have walked in. I'm very other knuckles cracking. I do want to say well done to everybody cracking their knuckles. That's great. That, that, that was ball cracking, isn't it? Oh, okay. Very nice. And give me an intimidation. Oh yeah, baby. It's, can I? I don't suppose I can replace strength with charisma, can I? Um. Do something. You haven't done anything using yeah, strength yet. All right, fair enough. Straight up. If if you can, if you can give me a reason to say, you know, like if you were to do something that made use of strength. But Okay, Rather fine. than just That's threatening right. to yeah. do so, I'd say. Flip yeah. the table. Flip the no. table. Oh, I am proficient in intimidation, so here we go. Are you? All right, then. Okay, well, you know, go for it, dude. Straight up plus two. Here we go, here we go, here we go. That's a nine total. <laughs> <sighs> he looks at you like, you know, kind of, you know, flexing your neck, and he's like, you know what, mate? I know a guy. He's amazing. He can fix that neck and back problem right up. Listen, and look, what happens look. here? Everyone, oh. tune in next week for our episode then. <laughs>